up, what's up, bitches? Back for another episode. As always, thanks for listening and supporting us. Easiest way to do this is to just give us a follow on Instagram, Twitter, or TikTok. Um, you can give us five stars. We also have a cool feature where you can leave us a voicemail on Anchor, so you can do that too. There's so many ways to interact. Pick pick one of them, right? We're platform obsessed. Yeah, out. yeah, we're fucking out there, so yeah. you can't not find us. Um, so we watched Kardashians finale last night, right? It just dropped. Um, What's two it? nights ago. Two nights ago. Okay, yeah. so we watched it and caught up, and we both really loved it, right? Yeah, the ending was amazing. Spoiler alerts are about to come up, but so true. Um, I think this episode and the season alone felt different. Totally. That's yeah. and that's what we wanted to talk about first. Like, did the Kardashians on Hulu have a different vibe than Keeping Up with the Kardashians? My answer would be absolutely. Okay. It was more. I don't know. It was more like genuine and heartfelt. Okay. To me, that's what I took away from it. Um, and I feel that the finale was super like, wow, like they're human beings too. They're, they have their own problems. They have their own situations and their stories. And I feel like you, well, I looked at them in a different light. Right. Um, Kim made a great point at the end where the world's been going through something for close to two years, over two years now. Right. And it was like, Stop trolling. Like, stop being mean. Like, yeah. the world has changed. We all feel it. Like, let's just all be kind to one another. Right. And I feel like that was, like, the whole series. Like, they were just being real. It was their lives. They had fun with it. They were going to a gas station, food shopping. Like, yeah. everything like that. You saw Courtney and, like, Travis. Like, there was just a lot more warmth that was brought to the table instead of, like, them being at, like, photo shoots or, like, runways or stuff like that you know I don't know yeah I mean I agree and I and I disagree like both like I totally agree that it has a more real feel especially compared to like the later seasons of keeping up but if you remember the beginning like the OG that was like so real and raw when they were just like eating Chipotle at their table and Kim like walks in and fucking hits someone with her bag you know like that was like that that was like as real as it got like they really yeah they really like let us see their family drama their camping trips like everything they did was so like let us in there um whereas now I feel like they really do have to pick and choose which moments they let people see and like I don't blame them either like that's for like a safety factor 100% but um I do think this season had a lot of like aerial shots like it felt we talked about this so I think you mentioned it so not stealing your comment Mm -hmm. but it felt very selling sunset in the fact that like all of the shots were like it was like is this a real estate show you know what I Not mean? Not even real estate. I think the production team. The production teams have stepped up their game yeah. over the years. And even when they aired their first episode of the Hulu series, I was like, whoa. Like, this production team is about to kill it with, like, totally. the droids and the different angles and just, like, how they presented it. And their music choice has been uh, fire. Oh, that ending song, yeah. Gonna Be a Brighter that's Day or something. Yeah, that's how I feel about Selling Sunset. Like, they killed it with the music. Totally. I also liked seeing the end with Courtney. Like, her and Travis are pretty unbearable sometimes to watch. Like, they're just kind of gross. But, like, hearing her talk about how, and her family talk about how she just deserves this. And, like, she's excited to show off her healthy relationship that she's finally in. That's, like, so relatable. And that's, you know, I'm happy for her. 
you know, like that was something like, yeah, like why shouldn't she be able to do that as opposed to fighting on camera with Scott for years at a time and being miserable. Yeah, and being so toxic. And even when we did get little snippets of like Scott feeling uncomfortable or talking about Scott, Courtney wanted no part of it. She was just like, I want to show the world like this kind of love. Like I want to show the healthy Right. Kind of love. And that's also how it wrapped up with the season finale. It was just, like, her and Tristan and her speaking that, like, the past is the past and she's moving on and she's found such a better kind of love and she is the happiest that she's ever been and she wants to show the world this love over the toxic love. Right. Over Scott. Yeah. Like, Travis over Scott. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. I got confused for a second because you said Tristan. And I was like, Is it Tristan? About, yeah, I was like, oh, we talking crap. about Chloe. No, but I know who you mean. So okay. it's okay. We got Travis. this. Yeah. Travis, sorry guys. Yeah, Trav. Sorry, no. Travis Barker. Trav. Trav. What's up, Trav? Um, and then Chloe, she was fire too. Like we both yeah. like wrote down what she said because it was just so fire. Yeah. You say it. I forget what it was. It was like, um, you can't control other people. But what you can control is, like, when you walk away. So it was more like you can't control the bad things that people are going to say about you, but you can control, like, who you remove from your life. Right. When it's time to walk away. Totally. Yeah. Like, and now is the time, girl. Yeah. 100%. She needs to let Tristan go. And that's another thing about the Kardashians. Like, they're all about, like, positive energy. Like, they just believe that, like, if you surround yourself with, like, goodness, like, that's what you attract. Like... Have you ever really heard of a bad story about them? Like, they're really nice people. Like... Yeah, that's fair. Yeah. I just feel... Like, they treat people nice. Exactly. They do. Right. Like, there's the Kardashian curse or whatever, you know, that people talk about. But just in terms of, like, I've not... You're right. I really never heard... The only one I've heard negative things about is Kendall. No, I knew you were going to say that's my girl. Well, just, like, I have heard that she's rude. I've heard she's heard... Um, rude to like waiters and I've heard that she's rude like to families like when she's out at like Mm -hmm. amusement parks but I can see why you'd be out of touch with reality growing up in fame like that and just not understand that people are annoyed by your Mm -hmm. like privilege or whatever so she can get a little sassy I guess yeah so I mean it's like whatever everyone has their own thing yeah but Um, I would say overall like the way that like we were talking about the way they marketed the ending episode was, like, Chloe had to relive, like, these moments again. Like, obviously this stuff was shot, I believe, in, like, December 2021. So now that it's being aired June 2022, she has to relive all that. Like, she has to see all the comments again and the trolls. And I feel like they kind of shut it down. Like, the way they ended it on a positive note shut down all the trolls again. Yeah. Like, it was done. I'm dead at Twitter's reaction to Kim, though, because they're like, the troll is actually Kim. <laughs> she's like... I don't get that. She's like, Chloe, some would say that it's easier to just, like, walk away, but it's actually much harder to stay when someone's shitting on you in public and dogging you to your face. Oh, um, she's like, it's way harder to stay and fight for that, and I respect Chloe. So people are, like, just dragging her for, you know, just going in so far into detail and making yeah. Chloe look like kind of like an idiot. But she's well, not. She's like, it's just jokes. Her, yeah, exactly. It's yeah. Just, yeah, I thought it was a good advice from yeah. Kim. Yeah. LOL. Moving into, so I saw this thing on Entertainment Weekly, and it was Jennifer Aniston doing an interview and talking about, like, did influencers and their level of fame dilute, like, what it means to be an actor, you know, and, like, what 
what like the industry's fame is now. Um, so that's our next topic is what is like, did influencers ruin, you know, in quotes, like what it means to be famous? I think it's a really interesting topic. I've never thought about it that way because nowadays you have one video go viral and you're famous. Right. And like back in the day, you come from a family of acting or you grow up in a family that is famous already. So like you're kind of like privileged in that way where it's like it's open to all platforms. Like exactly. Like I totally agree. Says, like YouTube, Instagram, TikTok, like you name it, like it could be yours. Yeah, and she's saying in a negative way, you know what I mean? Like, it's, like, diluting what it really means to be fame and have Mm -hmm. talent. But, like, I just disagree. Like, I agree with what you were saying. Like, I think it levels the playing field and shows that if you're talented and if you can entertain people, which is the main thing, then, like, you can get a following. Like, anyone can. All you have to do is have a Exactly. And I like the comment about entertainment because, like, if you can entertain and you can come up with these creative ideas and everything, like, go with it, you know? Exactly. And, like you know, haters are mad. Like you're mad that, you know, if someone else is in there, other people are mad that you're a nepotism baby and you just are born into wealth and, you know, an actor because it's easy. You know, there's, there's two sides to that coin. Mm -hmm. So I actually think that like, there's one side, I guess, to be said that like sometimes people who don't deserve to be famous or didn't do something like that you know, worthy mm-hmm. can be famous. Like, so there's that too. Like sometimes you can go viral from doing something hateful or doing something like kind of shitty yeah. um, or just not even be that good of a singer or whatever. Mm-hmm. But the like more often thing is like someone can be discovered by themselves and on their own without needing like an entire team or a record label or whatever. Exactly. So that's cool. So I think that, yeah, Jen, I'm sorry kind of out of touch right now you know it's really great that you were on friends and you know you made such a name for yourself mm-hmm. but look, the cookie's big enough to that everyone can have a bite it's very true right like you're no one else is going to take away from the fact that you were on so many memorable tv shows and movies so just let the new people come in mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And I have to tell myself that, too. Like, when I'm on TikTok and people, like, used to do those dances and stuff, like, let it happen. Like, people like, they shouldn't be famous Mm -hmm. for dancing. Are they entertaining people? Yeah, they are. Yeah. (laughs) Like, people are tuning in to see what what they're dancing. So, you know. Let them live. Let them, let people live. If they can do it, like, let them do it. I don't think that it distorts fame. I just think it levels it out. It does level it out. I agree. Which is cool. Mm -hmm. So, let's get into... The next topic, which is, what is a situationship? So I've heard this term recently only on TikTok. Okay. So what I take away from it, is it just a different word to call it friends with benefits? Like, right. So we're not calling it friends with benefits anymore. We're right. calling it a situation. Is yeah, situationship. Yeah. Okay, yeah. That's... I'm dead at how you pronounce it. I don't, I don't it. know. <laughs> I feel like a old millennial or a boomer yeah. like I feel like a mom like what's it called again yeah no so situationship definitely replaced the phrase yeah friends with benefits so I think it's the same exact thing as friends with benefits but the generation z I'm pretty sure came up with this terminology like or TikTok. like who came up with this I'm assuming Gen Z, you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. So it's defined as like a romantic or sexual relationship that's not formal or established. So it's exactly friends with benefits. You're sleeping with someone, but you're not telling the world that you're dating and like making it exclusive pretty much. Yeah. 
So it's the same exact thing. Yeah. So it is the same thing. Yeah. So do you think that it's okay to be in one of those? Like, and for how long is the question? Like, how long could you be in a situationship before you decide, like, what are we doing? It's interesting. I just had this conversation with my roommate um, maybe last week. He's, like, a boy, so yet from, like, a guy's perspective. Yeah, what did he but say? everyone's different. Um, like, three to six months. Yeah. I, would I, you agree with that? I totally would. I agreed with that. That sounds good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I mean, if at the six-month point, I guess, if you haven't decided like I like you enough to like you know make this a thing like then I guess it's still just a situationship the next google like question lol is is situationship toxic um and it just says it can be if you aren't settled in your personal life and still figure things out Ooh, I like that yeah so you need to pretty much have like your feet planted in the ground and then get involved with this what is it? Totally. Yeah, exactly. And it says if you find yourself in an unwanted situationship or one person wants more than the other and they aren't on the same page, yep. that's when it gets yeah, toxic. Yeah, exactly. Which I, I would imagine happens in Friends with Benefits too. Yeah. Have you ever watched the movie? Yeah, okay. with Ashton Kutcher, right? Yeah. Yeah. But they Isn't fall in love at the end, famous? I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they fall in love at the end. Yeah, they're fucking So married. I think that's what people continue the situationship I don't like that word yeah um but I think that's what you hope for in the end like to date. be friends first and then get intimate and add that all in and see if you actually even like the person like figure it out because I feel like putting a label on it these days is like it's so much more serious than it was like a couple years ago like oh he's my boyfriend girlfriend now it's like people don't want to commit yeah and it actually wraps back around to the Kardashian season finale. Chloe was talking to Scott and goes, oh, yeah. everyone's moral compass is fucked up. Right. Facts, people. Facts. No one wants to commit. Like, social media is at our fingertips. Like, you could always, like, have wandering eyes for someone else or, like, DM someone else. Like, yeah. everyone's moral compass is fucked up. And it's like, how do you get Read it? Read that out. Yeah, how? And so, then I guess my next question is, like, What happened to, like, the talking phase? Like, I'm putting that in quotes. Like, because we did that up until, like, college. Yeah. Like, you'd be talking to someone, and if you tell someone that, that means that you're, like, you know, hooking up. Exactly. You're going to potentially date them. So, interesting. So, when you would say, like, oh, I'm talking to them, that means, like, you're not getting with anyone else, and they're not getting with anyone else. So, that's different than friends with benefits. Yes, that's what I'm saying. So, do people still talking anymore? They don't do talking, it seems like. I don't think they do. I think it's just just situationship. To right to yeah, but like, I don't think like, in a situationship like are you talking to other people? I think so. That's what it sounds. Yeah, that's like. why everyone's moral fucking compass is fucked. So up. once the talking phase was like out, which was already fucked, because yeah. I remember some of my friends would be talking to someone for mm-hmm. eight months, nine months before anything happens. Yeah. Um, so that was kind of fucked, anyways. But once that was removed, and then it just was like straight from like having sex to dating yeah. for however long. Like, I feel like that's when it started to get morally fucked a little. So, yeah. But I think this is even more fucked because there's no talking stage. Like, that's exactly. even... That's, like, that's what I'm saying. Commitment. Yes. Yeah. That's so, even worse. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. Like, we moved from talking, which so could like, already last a little yeah. bit too long, and people got a little too comfortable, exactly. to then removing that, which you needed to get to know someone, Yeah. to, like, oh, he's my friends with benefits, yeah. or, oh, we're just fucking. It's just, or, like, a oh. step down. It's not, like, a huge It's just commitment. so... Yeah. And that's so, like, in line with, like, the apps that people have, too. Like, it's mm-hmm. everything is surface level. It's just about... Yeah like looks like are you attractive to me mm-hmm. and can we 
you know, have sex. Okay, so yeah, the friends with benefits and situationship canceled out talking because yeah. I'm pretty sure if you're in a situationship or friends with benefits, you can talk to other people. Yeah. But then that's when it gets toxic because one person always falls for the other one. It always happens, I swear. And right. then it's like, well, are you sleeping with anyone else? Like, blah, blah, blah. And then it just becomes really toxic and it just blows up. And Not to mention it's just kind of dangerous. Like, are dangerous. you are you ready to have those conversations on a weekly basis? Like, hey, d- how many people did you sleep with this mm-hmm. week? Did you get tested? Like, like yeah. are, we, are we good? You know, like, how many times are you willing to have that conversation? Um, if you're comfortable doing it all the time, then fine. Or if you just always stay really cautious, great. But it sounds like you could get into some mur- murky waters. I just hate this generation overall. I think, like, nothing simple and easy and no one wants to commit. And like you said, the dating apps are there. Social media is there. Like, I just want to know, like, what are people, like, so afraid of? Like, settling? Like, I feel like if you have that connection with someone and, like, you're having fun and seeing where it leads, like... Why are you so afraid? Like, I don't I was get actually it. just talking to, like, one of my best friends about this the other day from back home. And we were saying, like, like, the issue is that people are, like, so scared of, like, divorce. And, like, people are scared of divorce because it's, like, 70%. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, it's, it's pretty common. And, like, the reason it's so common is that people aren't willing to do the work. Yeah. Like, as soon as the arguments or the seven-year itch happens, which is going to fucking happen. The seven-year itch is real. I was just talking about a friend today about the seven-year itch. Like, that's a real it thing. It is a real thing. Like, eventually, someone's going to start to become so, like, used to you in your life that mm-hmm. it's just not going to be there. Yeah. And you literally have to put work into it. And some people would rather find something new and shiny or just, like, give up altogether. Yeah. No, I agree with that. i am heard of, like, the 2-2-2 rule. I don't know if you've ever heard that in, like, um, a relationship. Hold on. The mic's doing something weird again. Okay, there we go. We're good. Um, it's called the 2-2-2 rule. It means going out on a date every two weeks. Enjoying a weekend away every two months and taking a holiday for a week every two years. Oh, that's good. So it keeps it, like, fresh and, and fun. like, fun. Yeah. And I just feel like that's something that you need to do in a relationship. Like, don't just work, come home, watch Netflix, yeah. have sex, and then go to bed. Like, yeah. you need to keep it fun. You need to keep it, like, just exciting. Right. And, like, also, like, <clears throat> being in a relationship, I also feel like people can, like, let themselves go, like, body-wise, like... Yeah, like comfort weight or whatever. And I just feel like you just want to always just impress the other person. Like keep it spicy. Like why the fuck not? Like just don't get into such a comfort zone because like once you get into that comfort zone, like that's where the seven inch itch comes from. I'm fucking looking down at myself and my outfit right now. I'm dead. It's just like, I don't know. Like my thing is like I want to be in a relationship and just adventure life. Like I want someone to do it all with me and just right. like have fun. Yeah. Um and I feel like people I don't know. I think there is like beauty in eventually like doing the night, enjoying the nights where you're yeah, just like chilling. Just yes. because yeah. So like I I find like comfort in that, but like one hundred percent, like you do need to make time. I love yeah. that two 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 rule. Mm-hmm. Like you need to make time to 
go away together, away from everything, like just the two of you, Um, you know, do date nights, just the two of you at a special spot where you get like dressed up like a couple extra minutes, you know, and it's all about balance. So like that rule in itself is balance. And then also having balance from being away from each other, like having your girls nights, having your guys nights, like let each other miss each other a little bit. Be like, wow, like I miss them a little bit. Exactly. Keep it just like simple and balanced and I can rant on about this forever, but yeah, it's just, I don't think it's that hard if you have like the balance, the communication, the adventurous side of it. Like, I just think that what happens is life, responsibilities, and kids. True. Well, well, kids is, once you could not, hey, once that happens, say la vie. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like, for most people that are just like middle class and working, like what I've grown up to and I'm accustomed to as well, is, you know, either both parents are working or, you know, like one is like in my house, both parents worked. So, you know, I'm assuming that there's less time for stuff like that, but it's still important to make it like you said, because that's how you do have a healthy marriage, but some people just get tired and lazy. You have to look forward to something. It can't just be like work 24 seven. Right. And it's so easy to have spats. So I think the most important thing is remembering that you're like, partner is your ally Mm -hmm. and like not your like someone who you're competing against exactly build that empire baby yeah like you don't need to fight on everything once you agree once you realize that you're both on the same team like arguments can just be to like figure out how to do it better next time exactly i agree but you know it's easy to get trapped out of that yeah and it's also easier said than done. One hundred percent easier said than done. We are not fucking relationship experts. Uh, like, no, nor not do we at all. have like perfect relationships. Yeah. This is just no what one does. Nobody does. Family ships. Like nothing's ever perfect, but a hundred percent. You make it work, and you better work, bitch. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Let's do our draft of hangover foods. Okay. I'm excited about this one just because okay. it's fun. Um, it's cool. And, yeah. I'm like, it's cool, like, describing this. LOL. That's hilarious. So, who wants to start? Are we doing rock, paper, scissors, shoot again? Okay, let's do that. Okay, ready? Yes. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Rock, paper, scissors, shoot. Yes. I knew it. I just knew I was going to lose. Always. I lose. I used paper. I thought she was going to be rock, that fucking no. bitch. And then as soon as I threw I it, I, I knew. I learned the tactic. I'm not going to tell my secret, but I think I, I don't know. I think Bree's tactic is just that she just beats me. Yeah. <laughs> She's like a mind reader. Okay, um, so you go first then, right? Okay, yeah. So mine, unfortunately, I can't get it out in California, but I actually um, saw, because someone Snapchat me in San Diego, that it is in California, so maybe I can, but it's Taylor ham, egg and cheese on an everything bagel. Mm. With salt, pepper, ketchup? Yeah, everything, you know it. And Taylor ham is not like a thing in California, but... Apparently it is in San Diego, so I need to. So that's your number one pick. Yeah, that's my number one. And Taylor ham, to be clear, is different than bacon. Okay, regular bacon. That's what I wanted to know. Mm -hmm. Okay, my number one pick is sausage egg and cheese McMuffin. Okay. From McDonald's and a hash brown. Yeah, what's it called? A Mc. McMuffin. Yeah, McMuffin. McMuffin and a hash brown. Yeah. Let's fucking Ugh, go. So many people are going to agree with that. But, but just because, like, when you wake up hungover, it's so, there's always a McDonald's. It's so greasy. True. It's fire. Yeah, I would say, okay. Like, that brings me back to life in itself. <sighs> I agree. Okay. okay. What's your second pick? Mine is Panda Express. 
Holy shit. I know, you're not gonna. I'm not a big breakfast. Which one person. though? Which menu item? Hmm, why are you flipping your phone over? You don't want me to see your No, next I'm pic. not yeah. letting you see my pick. <laughs> this is not a game. Um, I can't read your font. You can see my pictures. You can, yeah, you can't <laughs> read my font. Um, what plate do I usually get? It's just like, I think I get the rice and noodles and then double chicken of. Orange think, chicken yeah, or what? The orange chicken. Yeah. Okay, so you like the orange chicken. Mm-hmm. Okay. So you like savory when you wake up. What Even if 10 in the morning, you would eat that? Oh, no. Okay. No. Like 11 and on. Yeah. I'm sleeping till like 12 or 1. Anyway, if it's a real hangover, like... Yeah, you are. I'm getting like the greasy stuff. If it's like a, a 9 a.m., 10 a.m. morning, I'm getting a, like a Taylor ham, egg, and cheese. Oh, I love that. Great yeah. great thought by Brie okay, on the time of waking up. Let me flip over my phone. Um, second pick, obviously, and you probably don't even like this, but it's biscuits <laughs> In gravy. Nope. Mm. <laughs> Yum. I love it. So savory, so fire, soaks up everything in your stomach. It's just. So are, you, are your picks going to be all breakfast foods? No. Okay. I'm going to hit you with something. Okay, fine. What's your second pick? In and out. Yeah, you're going to say no. Oh, Dude, my God. I need the grease. I need all of that. Like or no, this said, is your third pick. My bad. Yeah, my third, third pick. pick. I don't wake up at the crack acid dawn. I'm going to sleep at the crack acid dawn. So, like, when I wake up, it's, like, 12 or 1. Hungover. Okay, so in and out. Double, yeah. double. Yeah, double, double, no onion. Make those fries into animal fucking fries. Wow, and you're going to demolish. Do you yeah. get a Coke? Sprite. Oh, yeah, you're a Sprite guy. Oh, my God, the McDonald's Sprite. Don't get me started. But the In-N-Out Sprite? No, question no, mark? no, no. Yeah, totally. Um, my third pick is cold pizza. Like, I feel like you're going to win this, bitch. Like when you wake up on the counter and there's a box of Instagram, pizza. You're going to win again. I'm posting it. <laughs> when, you, when you fucking wake up and there's no. like, you know, the pizza on the counter, low-key, sometimes you forget to put it in the fridge. It is what it is. Bite it. Especially if it's cheese. Like it's fucking fire. I love a cold I'm pizza. rolling my eyes because you're winning this. Do you like that though? Yes, Do you eat I that? I that. Okay. I don't know. I'm okay, dead. my next one. Yeah, this is our fourth pick. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Chick Fil A. Ooh, I like Give that. Give me pick. those tenders and the waffle fries. You just can't be hungover on Sunday. All the Chick Fil A sauces, line them up. Wow. Yeah, it's your sauce, sauce bitch. Per, oh my god, one sauce like per fry or nugget. Oh my god, you're you're insane. <laughs> it's all about the condiments. Oh, you're so right. Um, my next pick is bacon, egg, and cheese bagel. Okay. Like just like yeah, that. Yeah. Oh my god! So, <laughs> just dropped my phone. Yeah, the bacon, that egg, and cheese. That's that's my next pick. Oh, and yeah. I and it's different than Taylor Ham, right? So yeah, that's okay to say. Different, yeah. Okay. Sure. What's your last pick? Chipotle. Wow, <laughs> that is such a good pick. Is it? Or are you just being? No, that better? is a really good pick. Yeah. My last pick is gonna be like a bowl of spaghetti. Okay. I know that's weird. Yeah, I was gonna say. <laughs> I know that's fucking weird, but I've woken up a lot of mornings and had like leftover spaghetti in the fridge and like heat that shit up. It yeah. is so good. That's a good hangover food. That is a good hangover food. I just need the grease and like a sprite. That's what I need. I'm gonna lose game. people with the spaghetti. I'll tell you that as my last pick. It's gonna be a close call. Yeah. You but- won last week, right? Yeah. Okay. Well, but it was close. It was a close call. Okay. Everyone wanted to mix and match ours from yeah. last week, which I respect because you did say Frosted Flakes and like something else that was really fire. Yeah. So we love the draft picks. Yes. Always fun. Um, we're going to end this week with a voicemail we got, actually. We got our first one. So if you guys didn't hear earlier, you can definitely leave us one in Anchor. And then we can play it on an episode. But shout out Tara. She left us one. So I'm going to play hers really quick. Thanks, Tara. Thanks, Tara. We love you. 
Hi, Leah. This is Tara. So I've been listening to Positively Uncensored, and it's amazing. You're doing such a great job. I love listening to it. Um, your segments are a lot of fun, so keep up the good work. I wanted to comment on this Aura one that you were talking about because I actually took Megan and Elmira for their birthdays one year to get our auras read, and it was so much fun recommend to everyone 10 out of 10 um mine was pretty cool so on my left side i which is your feminine side what you are what's moving in towards you was like a blue and then above me my higher was like an indigo and then what's closer to the top of my head was more of a crystal and then on my right side um which is my masculine side what i'm presenting i had a small amount of pink at the top and then a lot of yellow which is like spot on for me so super fun good job on the podcast keep up the good work love you bye so fun so fun like that was so fun to get that yeah i think it's still playing (laughs) we'll play it twice tara no that's so fun i love that she like gave her experience too about the aura reading um if you guys haven't done that and we're gonna go get breeze done soon um you guys should definitely go get your auras read yellow is spot on for you by the way tara so i agree with that So thanks for listening. Ending on a positive note. Hope to hear from more of you guys, and we'll see you guys next week. Peace, bitches. Bye.